You're listening to The Age of Transitions. I'm your host, Aaron Franz, coming at you live this Sunday night, uh, Sunday in July 2023. I forget what the date is. It's not, oh, it's the ninth. There it is. I knew that. I always know what's going on. That's the kind of guy I am. I always know everything. Proof right there. In case you did not know that, July 9th. 2023. Uh, Ocelli.com, if you want to donate to the network, go to Ocelli.com. Keeps the network going. I believe Chuck still has some cool extras if you do $50 or more donations, so check that out. My website is theageoftransitions.com. You can support the show with the, directly there or get the podcast there. Um, have the uh, Patreon campaign, which I have not posted to forever. One day, maybe I will again. It's up there. But the, the best way to support this show is just, just buy a book. That's all you got to do. Buy a book, copy of Revolve, Man's Scientific Rise to Godhood. Paperback or ebook copies available. Thank you, everybody, who continues to buy those. They do keep selling, so thank you for that. Also have T-shirts, uh, Uncle the Podcast T-shirts and Age of Transitions T-shirts. You can do a straight donation if you want. Also have um, affiliate links. So if you're ever buying books online, first go to theageoftransitions.com, click on the link to bookshop.org, and then begin shopping on bookshop.org. That way I'll get a small kickback. It won't cost anything extra for you, but it's just a good way to go about that. Um, also, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, use promo code FRANZ over at Libsyn. You'll get two months for free. Promo code Franz. Again, you can click through the links there. It's a handy dandy podcast hosting service. Makes podcasting quite easy. So if you're thinking about that, do consider Libsyn and use my promo code. Tonight we're live, so you may call in 319-527-5016, or you can use Skype to come onto the show. Type a message to Chuck on Skype. You can find him at charles.ocelli on Skype. Type him a message. He'll bring you on the show. Or you can call 319-527-5016 and come on the show. And I'm seeing in the ocelli.com chat, Chuck is saying that he does have <laughs> a monkey suit twister shirt. So that's cool. All right. Uh, that's, that is available. Get a hold of Chuck. Maybe you can, uh, for a donation, maybe you can get a hold of that. I, I don't have one of those, but, um, it does exist. So <laughs> you're in luck there, everybody. Um, so that's cool. Uh, MST monkey suit twister, the band. Perhaps you've heard of them before. Um, but yes, this is the age of transitions. Nothing too special here. Nothing fancy. You know how it goes. Just another day. Just another day in the age of transitions. Technology just is what it is. We use computers day in, day out. It's, we've been doing that for a while now. There's nothing to see here. Nothing fancy. Nothing exciting. Just typing away, logging on to the internet. We don't have to use a dial-up connection anymore. We've got different kinds of connections. We can either do even do wireless connections. It's really so much advancement has happened in terms of uh, technology in our lifetime. It's breathtaking. It's astounding. Um, it's boring. 
but more is yet to come. Can you believe it? We can even go further than where we have gone thus far. We can go beyond the bounds of social media as we know it to maybe a different form of Internet. Uh, maybe Internet might change somewhat. Maybe, I don't know what, uh, what was there, Internet 2.0. I remember somebody talking about that one year, many years back. I want to say I've heard about Internet 3.0. I don't know if that's happened yet, if it's what we use now. I don't know what the hell they're calling this. Um, but whatever it is, we're using it. And in the background, all of the uh, the creators of the hardware that we use for um, this stuff are hard at work and they're on the edge of war um, over the uh, ability to make the little componentry in these machines that we uh, go online with. The uh, semiconductors, the microchips that we know and love, that power computers, but they're also in so many other electronics and consumer goods of all kinds, all sorts of different stuff has uh, microchips in it these days. And so it's a necessary, it's become a very necessary technology. And then all the raw materials that go into it, the manufacturing process is of particular interest with semiconductors, microchips, Taiwan. I think we've talked about Taiwan a bit on this show already, but that's, uh, that's like the main, the main hub when you're talking about microchip um, microchip uh, production, industrial production, you, you can't talk about without talking about Taiwan and specifically TSMC, the Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, which is the premier company in the world for producing microchips these days. Lots of the big companies like Apple and, and you know all the American tech companies that create uh, computer hardware, they design their microchips. They they do the design, but then the actual manufacture of them does take place in at TSMC because they're the only facility that's advanced enough to make these uh, high end chips that again are designed. Anywhere in the world, America designs chips. I believe Korea um, designs chips. You can design a fancy chip. Any tech company can design a very fancy chip. But if it gets uh, to a certain level of complexity, it basically has to be uh, produced by TSMC in Taiwan. And so that's a part of the old uh, geopolitical tension between ourselves and China is, you know, what will the future of Taiwan be? Will it remain, will it maintain its independence or will China make their move that everybody has been expecting them to make for quite some time? Will they move in there and try to force Taiwan into a closer relationship, let's say, with the country of China, right? <laughs> That's what China would prefer. Um, so, you know, everybody's waiting with bated breath. Will it happen? Um, some people are of the opinion, it's like, well, it's not will it happen, but when will it happen and exactly how and, you know, will the U.S. and, you know, the, the rest of the world be ready for it, this, that, and the other. And all of the um, all of the friends we're making 
in the South Pacific now. We're making a whole lot of friends over in that area all of a sudden. And uh, it's no coincidence. <laughs> I mean, clearly uh, the U.S. is trying to position itself to be able to I don't I don't know if the idea is to defend defensive offensive both I'm I'm not a military strategist it's not my area of expertise I barely even know what I'm talking about when I talk about this however the obvious is true that they're um making diplomatic inroads to countries like the Philippines so that they can work together militarily they're they're creating uh trying to set up bases bases of operations that weren't there before have a stronger presence if they would need to defend taiwan i think is the reasonable presumption we can make there defend taiwan in a situation where china were the aggressor and i and i, I mean that that would be that would be accurate if China went in, it's, it's not be going against Taiwan's wishes. So I, I would not want that to happen whatsoever. You know, I'm not a fan of Russia invading Ukraine, not a fan of any country invading any other country. Oh yeah. And I, I apparently a real cool idea that might, <laughs> that I, I just can't wait. I hope that they bring this up in the, presidential debates for this godforsaken election year we're rolling up to. I, I sure hope the topic of using our military to go after the Mexican drug cartels, I hope that gets talked about at length. Because I bet it's going to come up at some point because it's, it is a uh, topic that's being floated out there. It's like, let's use the military to go after the uh, – drug cartels in Mexico. So I, I don't know the full idea of that is like, we're going to invade the country of Mexico with our military, but we're, we're not attacking the government. We're specifically going after the, uh, <laughs> the crime narcotic cartels down there. That's the idea. I don't know. Anyway, a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting military operations that uh, the Pentagon has has their uh, their work cut out for them. They got their hands full right now. That's for sure. Nobody's going to say otherwise. I wouldn't dare say otherwise. Um, I'm not here to justify their insane budgets that they always have. I think, as I always have, that it should uh, be drastically cut back we'd all be better off but um, maybe they're using all these as just i mean they use anything to say that we need more money more money more money and anytime there's any sort of like anytime that there's any sort of budgetary cut whatsoever it can be even minor in the grand scale of uh, the defense budget they they get to complaining real quick about that so, so, so it is with that. But I mean, back to semiconductors, microchips. Everybody's all excited. Everybody's up in arms about it. It is creating very real geopolitical tensions. There is uh, Cold War 2.0. I haven't seen that term bouncing around much these days, but initially it was used quite a bit 
uh, a couple of years back, they were using it a lot. I haven't noticed that much, but I think it's an interesting term uh, to describe the tensions between ourselves and China. And uh, I mean, you, you can lump a lot of countries in there, but I mean, primarily American China. Um, but yeah, that's certainly technology is. I mean, I, I want to say that uh, technology, technological development, the future of technology, the present of technology, and just technological development, generally speaking, is at the core of this. Because uh, these um, improved emerging technologies are going to be the absolute must for any country that wants to assert itself as the dominant country moving forward in this bizarre information age situation that we're in now. That's all about who can push, uh, you know, the machine learning systems, and this is the big one at present. But, of course, there there will be more. I, I think um, virtual realms are going to be very big. They just haven't been yet, but I think at a certain point, virtual spaces are just going to be like, oh, here they are. Why weren't we talking more about these the whole time? At some point, that's gonna. I think that's just going to kind of come out of nowhere. But that's bound to be huge. But certainly, machine learning, AI, we get that. that uh, that's probably the big one. It is right now, and I think that's going to maintain uh, for the foreseeable future, AI is going to be the crux of it because you'd be able to do so much with it. Biotech is involved in this. And, you know, all the transhumanist favorites, biotech, information technology, and the sort of cybernetic man-machine interface, the interface and merging of man and machine in the true transhuman sense, that is coming down the pipeline. It's happening already. That's going to continue to be a big part of this, too. And with that in mind, I, I always see the semiconductor race and this big tension uh, with semiconductors at present. And I wonder if, because um, you, you see different stories about different kinds of computing that are being experimented with now and proof of concepts you, you can do it. Like things like quantum computing is real. We're just not at a point where we can achieve it. Like you can't build quantum computers in, 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 a, in a way where you can use them and, and deploy, distribute them widely. It's, it's not happening. But in concept, you can, you can pull them off. Biocomputing. Talked about that before on the show. Biocomputing is also something that they've been toying with in the old labs. So, again, proof of concept there. So I, I just always wonder, like, at some point, will the semiconductor thing sort of fade away or perhaps instantly become a null moot point because computing gets a facelift and, and, and the hardware is completely changed up. You know, right now, the internal combustion engine is competing with uh, electric the electric motor, right? 
So EVs versus ICE vehicles, which one will win? And, and it's a competition for sure. But certainly, I mean, you, you could say that um, EVs could end up replacing internal combustion engines. But uh, analogous to that with uh, the old computers run on um, silicon chips, if something new were to pop up, perhaps it would be so much better that it would replace it'd be like the the obvious replacement for the um microprocessor processor or it could be similar to the ev thing where it's another way to do it but it's not necessarily better and in which case you know the old semiconductor production lines aren't going to be obsolete at all anytime soon so it's it's hard to say i don't know but uh yeah I guess just expect the unexpected. It seems to be the way things are going. Um, but yeah, on the flip side, it, it does seem like, uh, you know, as I was kind of uh, talking about the start of the show, it seems like we've just been using the same basic junk for so many decades now, right? Like, yeah, we've been using computers. We've, uh, then we use mobile devices, but we're basically doing the same thing with them. And yeah, we connect, we go online with different forms of connections, but it's kind of like a, so what thing like, okay, yeah, now, now we can watch bigger videos. The early days of internet, good luck watching videos. It was a real difficult thing to do. So that's, I mean, that's somewhat impressive. But overall, it's just kind of like, well, we're still just scrolling through these websites or social media sites, just kind of like typing into um, uh, them. The content is, again, better quality, higher resolution, all that. But at the same time, it does kind of feel like, has anything really changed? uh, There is that feeling, too. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's. I I don't even know what to uh, think on a lot of things these days. To be quite honest, I, there's definitely much happening, but it it does. It's it's well worth it to look uh, behind the scenes where you're able to. Like we we're talking on the last show. I missed last week, so thank you for coming back this week. I was away last week, but on the previous show was talking a little bit about the training of uh, these AI large language models. They have to be trained on the data. And the incredibly uh, arduous, meticulous, painstaking work that was done by people uh, like labeling data, the data used to train these large language models is just incredibly meticulous and time-consuming and, and, and it, to an insane degree how much work was put into that. Almost to the extent it's like, well, is it really worth having these things at all if it takes this much work just to get this output? Like, what are we even doing? Is this, uh, maybe we should just, whatever we, we're having the AI do, why don't we just keep doing that? Because Presumably, that's a lot easier than going about training this ridiculous machine to do it poorly, right? 
but the idea is that they will improve and, and the process won't be quite as difficult. And that makes sense. I mean, you look at old computers, they were ridiculous at how much effort it took to do almost nothing. So there has been progress in that regard over the decades. So we can only imagine that that will continue. Will we get to the dazzlingly amaze, amazing heights of, uh, you know, the talks from the singularity uh, sect, right? Those uh, eagerly awaiting the coming singularity. Is that is it going to be what they say it is? Is it going to be something that crazy? Or is it going to be more like, well... We got these, uh, we worked on the large language models. We worked them out and we got to a point where, uh, we're able to automate, um, you know, global logistics networks. And we got those things going. Yeah, but we have to oversee them. We got to step in and troubleshoot when the machine goes a little haywire, which happens on a daily basis, believe it, but it's not that big a deal. We we know what to fix and where to fix and when. But overall, it is automated, and, you know, we made things streamlined. We've streamlined quite a bit. But, you know, it's, it's – uh, are, <laughs> are we all uh, cybernetic, cyberpunk uh, people living in this um, – crazy sci-fi future no not so much the trucks drive themselves sure um when when you go to the store yeah you don't have to check out you don't use a credit card anymore because the store knows what you have and, and when you're leaving it but that's been going on for a while now right that's a whole lot of so what basically we've created a giant surveillance and control system for the whole of society. But society hasn't changed fundamentally. We've just automated it to the greatest extent that we've, we have been able to. And that's good enough. <laughs> Don't worry. We're still working on stuff and it'll probably get better, but this is where we're at and where we're at. The way I'm speaking now could very well be like a hundred years in the future. Right. And that's all we've done. Wouldn't that be exciting. Isn't that like a real, that just make you feel good about the future, thinking about something like that. Like you look forward, and and, and it's a good future because there wasn't a huge war between China and America. There was no, I mean, there were tensions, but then everybody kind of got what they needed to run their own countries, and they remained in. And what you know, maybe they remained insular. Maybe they worked together globally. I don't, so what? Who cares? That something happened. But the main takeaway is the people of the world just kind of going about business as usual, and it's too much different than it was a hundred years ago. Um, you know, I don't know. We don't know what the future holds, so I'm I'm not I'm not a crystal ball. I I don't know what it's going to be. There's so much possibility. It is exciting to know that like there's an infinite amount of things happening and an infinite amount of possibility. It's kind of exciting to think that we might be able to reverse course on some horrible things that are happening now. Maybe we'll decide to make some changes for the better so that, you know, the earth doesn't completely catch fire and burn up in, uh, 
burn up out in its uh, orbit around the sun, right? Burn out and ex- extinguish and then just be a uh, start over from, uh, you know, all or most of life just gets burned and obliterated. But uh, then after that calamity happens and you spin around the sun, orbit a few millennia, maybe maybe a few hundred million years, maybe a billion years, go down the line and, and life will probably regrow, come back in a different form eventually. So maybe maybe we can avert that. That'd be okay. Maybe we can't. I don't know. Maybe that's the case too. Um, we'll see. The, again, the future is not um, it's not for me to say because it's not for any of us to go, this is the future. We, we're constantly making the future, and it's a group project. We're in this together, like it or not. It is kind of unfortunate because it's hard to uh, – crowds are tough, aren't they? Large groups are very difficult. They're stubborn things. I think an individual person can be stubborn. Try uh, try moving a crowd or try changing course of a of a large uh, group, or or even worse, try to affect um, like a crowd psychology. Try to speak reason to a large group of people. Usually doesn't work. You're going to be a lot better off if you go with the lowest common denominator approach when you're dealing with the old large group, group of two or more people, really. You're going to want to, um, you're going to do well for yourself going the lowest common denominator route. You can get a lot more returns on your investments that way. Um, anything. You don't want to get too complicated, that's for sure. You would think when you get all, it's it's fascinating really to think about group dynamics like that. You think when you have like a whole bunch of people, and and well, more of we'll, we'll go expand on this a moment. But you would think this idealistic vision of like this large group of people together, you want to say like, oh yeah, everybody gets together and they collaborate and you use all the. Uh, special special knowledge of each individual people where it's needed to uh, solve problems to get together and, and and to do all this all these wonderful things to um, to deal with whatever the situation may be right and so it's good to have a crowd of people with that concept but it's, it just seems like when you get a bunch of people together it's 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 worse, and and we're not in for whatever reason we're not working together. We are quite atomized for the most part, so the ability to work together is not something we excel at these days. Uh, we're, we've all fallen victim to this it's by nobody's fault, really. It's just kind of the world we live in has made us this way. And so, yeah, so I don't know. The the thought of doing any great task together is just kind of, um, 
I don't know. I get kind of skeptical of that sort of thing because I just think of the group psychology and, you know, what you see large groups of people doing more often than not. It's not impressive. Sometimes it's downright depressing. <laughs> Sometimes. Again, uh, we've got an election coming up, election year coming up, and we'll see what that, see how that treats us. That should be pretty Entertaining, I suppose. Might be entertaining beyond that. I don't expect a lot of value coming from it uh, beyond that. So there is that. Um, technology, supercomputers. Oh, I know. I'm going to, um, as I've done quite a bit, I'm going to go back to J.P. Satilli's News Vandal Rundown, which you should subscribe to. Is Vandal Rundown. Lots of cool article links here. So I'm going to go to one, and uh, this is an article that I have not read yet. I think I'm just going to start reading it because I want to see what this certain take is. I want to see where this article goes. Uh, talking generally about similar things I'm talking about tonight. So I want to see where this ends up. So let's go to this link. This is upi.com. The article title is AI Won't Likely Enslave Humanity, But It Could Take Over Many Aspects of Life. Um, this article is written by Nir Iskovitz from the UMass Boston. Professor, perhaps, I guess? I don't know. Anyway, July 6th, UPI. Here we are. <laughs> The rise of chat GPT and similar artificial intelligence systems has been accompanied by a sharp increase in anxiety about AI. For the past few months, executives and AI safety researchers have been offering predictions dubbed P-Doom about the probability that AI will bring about a large-scale catastrophe. Worries peaked in May when the Nonprofit Research and Advocacy Organization Center for AI Safety released a one-sentence statement Quote, mitigating the risk of extinction from AI should be a global priority alongside other societal scale risks, such as pandemics and nuclear war. End quote. The statement was signed by many key players in the field, including the leaders of OpenAI, Google, and Anthropic, as well as two of the so-called godfathers of AI, Jeffrey Hinton and Yashua Bengio. You might ask how such existential fears are supposed to play out. One famous scenario is the paperclip maximizer thought, thought experiment articulated by Oxford philosopher Nick Bostrom. Oh, God. Uh, I need to take a drink before I read this. Just um, personal commentary. I wouldn't be too worried about anything Nick Bostrom has postulated, but let's, let's just go on and read about the paperclip maximizer. Um, the idea is that an AI system tasked with producing as many paper clips as possible might go to extraordinary lengths to find raw materials like destroying factories and causing car accidents. A less resource-intensive variation has an AI tasked with procuring a reservation to a popular restaurant, shutting down cellular networks and traffic lights in order to prevent other patrons from getting a table. Office supplies or dinner? The basic idea is the same. AI is fast becoming an alien intelligence, good at accomplishing goals, but dangerous because it won't necessarily align with the moral values of its creators. 
And in its most extreme version, this argument morphs into explicit anxieties about AIs enslaving or destroying the human race. Actual harm. In the past few years, my colleagues and I, okay, so he's a professor, my colleagues and I at UMass Boston's Applied Ethics Center have been studying the impact of engagement with AI on people's understanding of themselves. And I believe these catastrophic anxieties are overblown and misdirected. Yes, AI's ability to create convincing deepfake video and audio is frightening, and it can be abused by people with bad intent. In fact, that is already happening. Russian operatives likely attempted to embarrass Kremlin critic Bill Browder by ensnaring him in a conversation with an avatar for former Ukrainian president Petro Poroshenko. Cyber criminals have been using AI voice cloning for a variety of crimes, from high-tech heists to ordinary scams. AI decision-making systems that offer loan approval and hiring recommendations carry the risk of algorithmic bias, since the training data and decision models they run on reflect long-standing social prejudices. These are big problems, and they require the attention of policymakers, but they have been around for a while, and they are hardly cataclysmic. Not in the same league. The statement from the Center for AI Safety lumped AI with pandemics and nuclear weapons as a major risk to civilization. There are problems with that comparison. Uh, okay, I don't know if I need to read any more of this. He's Okay, so he's... This author's opinion, what I'm gathering, is that, yes, these uh, AI brings new risks to the table, but they're being overblown by a lot of people. There's a lot of... Um, People are uh, panicking, so to speak, about uh, the possibilities that AI holds for the future. And so, uh, let's see, not to, I'm just seeing if there's anything else interesting in the article. I mean, that's basically what he's saying. So, um, so there's that opinion. But, I mean, go go anywhere online and you'll see the gamut. It will run the gamut. Opinions ranging from something like what that guy's saying up to uh, you know the, the people saying like, look, he's he's underestimating this, and AI absolutely does uh, pose an existential risk to humanity. Uh, more than that, it's almost imminent that that's what will happen. So a lot of people are kind of tooting that horn. <clears throat> Let's see here. Let's see. I'm, I'm, now I'm reading the Ocelli.com chat. I'm sorry for that. I, <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're either doomed or not doomed at all. Depends on who you're talking to, right? I don't know. And and I'm just kind of, you know, I'm, I'm tired of the whole thing, honestly. I'm not going to say either one. I'm going to say we're doomed. I'm not going to say that we're definitely not doomed. But... Uh, I mean, interesting things are happening. That's, uh, that is fair to say. Interesting things are happening. I think it deserves our attention, these things, like the development of artificial intelligence systems, I think is something we should all be looking at. I think we should all be a little more aware of what's happening at present how these things are being used, what they're, uh, what they're doing at present. Uh, 
that definitely behooves us without a doubt. And yes, this is a live show. I'll, I'll, uh, if you want to call in, you may. Number is 319-527-5016 or use Skype. Type a message to Chuck on Skype, charles.ocelli. He will bring you on after you type a message or call 319-527-5016. So we are in the age of transitions. We are living with AI systems. We're using them in many cases. Um, they don't do a whole lot yet, but uh, what they can do is getting increasingly impressive. It is it is uh, something to see. So so more than nothing's happening. Absolutely. Um, that much we know. <laughs> More than nothing. I'm looking at these other articles on the News Vandal Rundown. Let's see here. There's all sorts of, quite a few on AI, really. Um, let me just read different headlines. AI firms should face prison over creation of fake humans, says Yuval Noah Harari. AI language model GPT-3 can generate more persuasive disinformation than humans. AI outperforms humans in creativity tests. Will AI and humans cooperate or compete? That's at Forbes. Um, an AI manifesto for CEOs. AI augments humans, not replaces them. Okay, these are both interesting. Let's get this one from Forbes. Let me see if Forbes will let me read their article. Let's check this out. Okay, um, Forbes.com. Will AI and humans cooperate or compete? Looks like this is by Dmitry Volkov. Let's read this. Um, okay, it seems that the world is awash in all things artificial intelligence. And as businesses begin to embrace this technology, two AI-powered tools have emerged as essential create productivity enhancers, Microsoft 365 Copilot and ChatGPT. While both tools offer AI-based language models that can assist users with various tasks, they differ in terms of functionality and personalization. The older of the two, by four months, ChatGPT is essentially an AI-powered chatbot that can understand natural language and provide relevant responses to user queries. On the other hand, Microsoft 365 Copilot provides personalized assistance and guidance to users for tasks such as creating Word content, designing PowerPoint slides, making sense of data in Excel, responding to emails and chats, and more. While ChatGPT is built on training models, Copilot uses machine learning algorithms to learn a user's work patterns and preferences over time. Oh, that's interesting. It quite literally learns from its users and adapts their needs. Oh, interesting. So, oh, we're getting a call here. Okay, so we will go to the old phone line. Thank you for calling in on this fine Sunday evening. You're on the Age of Transitions. Uh, what's your name and where are you calling from? Jimmy James, trapped hey. behind blue lines. Oh, that sounds scary. What's up, Jimmy? Where are you up to? Not much. You know, I remembered the question I wanted to ask you. I guess it wasn't last week, so it must have been two weeks ago. I totally forgot about it somehow. Okay. Uh, what is it? My main question, the, the thing in the headlines I found interesting was when 
Did you read it when the IDF, someone in the IDF said, was speaking of Soros' son, I found his words interesting. He said, the son is a replica of the father. (laughs) That was Soros' son said that? No, no, the Israeli Defense Force. Oh, Uh, so they were saying that about Soros, is that it? About the son of Soros, who now controls the money. Uh Uh-huh. They said they find it disturbing because the son, quote-unquote, is a replica of the father, unquote. I just always found that interesting because Soros is a weird Nazi billionaire, and I've always thought, what? He's got a kid? I always had this weird thought, like, it's a clone. It could be. <laughs> it's a replica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, mean, I mean, what do you think? It's it's an interesting use of language. It's an interesting term to choose for sure. Um, yeah, I I don't know what to make of that. Uh, it's it's I, it's always kind of fun to see the different language that people use to describe things like that. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. He could be, uh, he's, I mean, a, a rep to replicate oneself. There's all sorts of different ways you can go about doing that, huh? And if, uh, Soros found some sort yeah. of technological way to do it, I don't, I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's ahead of everybody in this transhumanism thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm thinking he's been in, I mean, 30 years ago, yeah, they were fooling around with Dolly the Sheep, this, that, the other thing. I'm sure China, Russia, all the authoritarian countries, I'm sure freaky billionaires, I'm sure they have clones. I'm sure they've been messing with clones. What do you think? Do you agree with that? Yeah, the cloning tech, yeah, that definitely is an old one. So they've definitely been playing around with that, to be sure. How much cloning has occurred? I I don't know. It's it's yeah. It's hard to say, and I, it's it's interesting to see these sorts of things that like the celebrities tend to certainly be into. You hear about the celebrities doing uh, certain things like the in vitro fertilization and the uh, practices of like people with uh, fertility issues will get the um, surrogate mothers and different. Going to like great lengths to reproductive lengths to, to to have a child one way or another, and it's it seems like a almost like it's a trope within reality television. It's like, oh, okay, what's what's this show? How's how are they going to tackle the issue of fertility? You know what what member of this family that I'm watching is going to have a surrogate mother, or you know some sort of IVF or some sort of experimental fertility the thing so they can have a child you know like it's i find that really interesting and uh there's certainly i mean that the trends in that uh area are continuing you can go all the way to the artificial wombs are starting to uh make headlines finally these days so i i don't know Soros would be able to well, do yeah, stuff man. Like that. I think that China they flat out showed a footage of them 
like incubators. They're pretty much, well, growing babies who uh, don't have parents. You're talking about using artificial wombs to produce actual human uh, children? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that the Chicom's got actual incubators with live babies growing inside these things. Yeah, I, I don't know because there's there's I've seen I've seen interesting projects where people um, have done like these uh, they've made commercials for fake companies that offer the service of uh, artificial womb service and people have like played around and made projects like that. Uh, certainly, experiments are being done. It's I don't think anything's happening to a great extent unless we're simply not being told about it. Which is possible, but well, uh, I, I don't. I don't know of it. Well, no, China's of course denying all this. This is just stuff coming out by, you know, it's word of mouth of people to get out of there. Okay, so my next question was, oh yeah, the AI thing. I'm a little. I've pretty much dismissed it as a threat at this point because I just read what. AI has come up with as a so-called alternative Bible. <laughs> Somebody had AI generate an alternative Bible? Is that what they did? That's what they're, yeah, I guess <laughs> they're working on it or it did it. And from what I read, I am not impressed. Basically, what I'm reading is gibberish and a lot of buzzwords from clearly the maker of the AI. Sure. The AI is just a reflection of what the maker wanted it to be. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm with you on that one. I'd really like to see an um, AI revised. I'll give, an I'll give you an instant. It says, in the, it says in the beginning, I don't know, like Adam and Eve made their clothes from hemp and bamboo. <laughs> Okie dokie. How'd that work? A box around them? What are you doing? Okay. Yeah, I, I like... Whatever I like, you say. I like the details it chooses to add in there. Yeah, I'd, I'd really like an AI... I want to see somebody, like, take the entire Bible and then have an AI fact check the whole thing <laughs> and then rewrite it. <laughs> And I, I would read that for entertainment. I'd see whatever it came up with. I wouldn't be able to read the whole thing, I'm sure, because it would be insufferable, I, I'll bet. But it would be fun to see what it comes up with. It would be fun. Why not? Oh, on the other hand, the, for the first time ever from the state of Colorado, an AI, AI bot, or what's the main one? Well, anyways, this thing actually married two people. So I guess oh. that's the first time in history. Yeah. Oh, they used they used an AI system as the efficient in a wedding. Right. Okay. Did you hear that? No, no, that's uh, that's so, a good story. Huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was this in still, in was Colorado this in, and in Colorado? Was okay. In, huh? It, it was it was in the state yeah. of Colorado. Okay. Yeah, apparently in Colorado, anyone can officiate over a wedding, and everyone's like, oh, well, we don't 
know the words. And then this guy said, hey, let's use the chat thing. So they wrote, first they asked the thing, and at first it refused. It said, <laughs> it said no. I, and then they said, well, why not? And then the thing said, I do not have eyes. I do not have hands. I do not. And so then they added a bunch of more information. I guess they got their wish. So it's it's all about uh, writing the right prompts, is what I'm told. You got to know how to prompt these things. And if prompted correctly, you can get them to do anything. You can get them to officiate your wedding. These uh, chat models, these large language models. So that's that's exciting. That's it's it's funny to think that uh writing AI prompts is like this thing that you can become skilled at. You can get little, you can be, gain the talent of writing good prompts for these. Kind of ridiculous, but it's uh that's where we're at. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The media industry boomed for a few years. Made a comeback from the Nintendo days, the glory days. Oh, yeah. And then they look like they're going to have a renaissance making 8-bit music for cell phones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then, no. Oh, that's a bummer. I do like that stuff. Uh, some wonderful I, compositions made with those. Okay, take care, Jimmy. It's great to talk to you, man. Take it easy. All right, so here we are. Here we are on a Sunday night. Um, Sunday night in the age of transitions. Su- summer Sunday night. And we're just enjoying ourselves. We're taking a look around. We're looking at everything. Things are getting crazy. We don't know what to make of it, but that's okay. Nobody else does either, so can't really feel that bad about it. I know I don't. I don't get mad at myself for not knowing what's going on. Um, just par for the course here on um, Planet Crazy. So if you know what's going on, I have some questions for you. It's like, oh, you think you know what's happening, do you? Don't make me use ChatGPT to fact check you. I'll do it. I'm going to fact check everything. Um, fact checking has become a, the new favorite pastime for all of us. I'm doing it right now, I think. (laughs) I'm fact-checking what I said a few minutes ago. And I just came up with a a, uh, realization that I was just completely full of nonsense. So here I am hosting a show, realizing that I'm speaking a bunch of nonsense because I fact-checked myself. And now... I'm left here. What do I do? I'm here on a microphone. I fact check myself. I'm wrong, but I'm still doing it. Now, what do I do? Huh? This, they, what we need is a podcasting owner's manual that us humble podcasters can all read through. And we can make it a ritual sort of thing as we'll do. Every night before we go or whenever before we get on the microphone, we'll read our little owner's manual. What we own, you ask, we own this podcasting setup. We'll read it. They'll give us detailed instructions, detailed instructions on how to go about performing our task of speaking into a microphone. And if 
we have any problems along the way, just break out the manual. We'll stop talking into the microphone. We'll stop. We'll be like, sorry, audience, give me a minute. Because in my case, this is a live radio show. I can't do the editing. I guess a true podcaster would have the uh, advantage of they can just start, stop, and they can edit it any way they want. So their show is going to sound real polished. They're going to sound like they really know what they're talking about, you see, because what they're doing, what these podcasters are doing is they're stopping, they're reading their manual, sometimes they're fact-checking themselves, they're definitely using the manual, and then they figure out the right way to do it, they go about doing that, they figure out the right thing that they're supposed to say, and then they say it, and then they just cut the whole thing up, they edit it, and you know what they're doing? They're manipulating you. That's what that is. Do you understand? You see how this whole thing works? You see what the podcasters are up to? I've cracked it. I've exposed the whole industry. I just did it right now. Do you see what I did? I exposed podcasting, and I'm proud of myself. I'm real proud because I don't think anybody else is going to do it. There was only a certain person that was up to the task. That person's me. I figured it out. I found the owner's manual. I found it. Somebody's, it was laying on somebody's desk. And I looked at it. I said, this is it. This is the key. This is, this is the secret they've been hiding. And you think they ever gave me one of those owner's manuals? No. Because I was never part of their club. See, I'm sitting here doing this live radio show that turns into a podcast. I was never cool enough. I was never in the in crowd. Nobody wants to come on my show. Nobody wants to talk to me. So I didn't get this damn manual. I don't know what I'm doing, but I found it and I'm on to them. And from here on out, every episode of the Age of Transitions is going to expose the secret agenda of the podcasters. And I just can't wait to see what happens. I just can't wait because I'm going to really lay into them. They won't know what hit them. They they didn't see this coming. But boy, is this going to be good. This is going to be great. I can't wait to get my revenge. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very fun. I'm going to relish this. I'm going to enjoy it. (laughs) I'm going to be downright sadistic in the pleasure I derive from destroying the lives of every last podcaster out there. That's right. I said it. I'm going to destroy your podcast and your podcast is your life. I won't do anything beyond that. Don't don't get too scared. I'm just going to take your podcast down, and then you won't have a meaning in your life. You will have no meaning to exist. Try to find one. I dare you, because there isn't one anywhere else. You're not going to do it. I've tried. It doesn't work. Don't do it. <laughs> you, there's nowhere to go. You know it. I know it. And from here on out, it's... Uh, You'll just, you'll see. I'm just giving you a little warning now. So you've been warned. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Okay. You like that? I know you don't, but too bad. This is the way things are from here on out. This is the age of transitions. That's this show. It's a radio show. That's not really exactly a podcast. Um, again, owner's manual, don't have it. I just found one. And boy, do I know how to use it now. <laughs> um, but yes, we're live on Ocelli.com every Sunday night, 10 p.m. to midnight. The first hour is this that you've been listening to. This would be the Age of Transitions. We cover What do we do on the Age of Transitions, you ask? Well, we cover the topics of emerging technologies, transhumanism. We touch on geopolitics a bit. 
we talk philosophy sometimes. Sometimes we get into esoteric religion. That's an interesting thing to talk about. Well, so propaganda, that's a fun one. Boy, I love propaganda. Sometimes when I, when I get done with a whole day of reading a bunch of propaganda, I just get on here and I talk about it. <laughs> I talk about what I, uh, what I did for my day, which was experience, uh, living and breathing propaganda. And so that's what we do here on this show. And if you stick around on the Ocelli Radio Network, you will be treated to Uncle the Podcast because that's the second half of this show on Sunday nights. I hope you have been listening to that. If you haven't, go back in the old archives at UncleThePodcast.com and listen to every single episode. Binge listen it so you know what's happening because if you don't do that, you will be completely lost when you start listening tonight. So listen tonight, but before you listen tonight, go back and listen from the first episode first. And once you're caught up, then keep listening tonight to the new one. Then you'll know what's happening. And you're able to do that because podcasts, uh, you, you know, you can listen to them whenever you want. So you see, it sounds like I told you to do something impossible, but haha, it is quite possible. All you got to go is go back in the feed and you listen to all of them. And eventually you'll be listening to tonight's show. And there we're talking about the future. So I, I just figured out how to predict the future. You see that? See what I can do? It's pretty good. All you got to do is just talk long enough and you figure out things like time travel and knowing the future with absolute certainty. Not so hard to do. I'll show you how to do these sorts of things. It's okay. It's, it's, uh, it's downright easy. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yes, that is coming up. This show is coming to a close. We're moving on with this, uh, two hour program. Again, this was the age of transitions, age of the age of transitions.com. So website, my name is Aaron Franz. And as always, I will leave you by saying seeker, seek on. The age of Gold, silver, the stock market. WallStreetWindow.com. Perhaps you're invested deeply. Perhaps you're not in deep enough. Maybe you're thinking about getting started. WallStreetWindow.com. Michael Swanson, the brilliant author of The War State, understood these trends professionally for many years, and now he gives you the benefit of his knowledge. WallStreetWindow.com. Go there now. Go there now. Go there now.
You're listening to the Ocelli.com radio network. Go ahead, caller. Hey, I'm interested in the truth about the JFA assassination. Right. Well, what do you want to know? Judy Baker's wild claim, Oswald girlfriends, he knew Ruby and Barry, cancer weapons. Really? I imagine I could claim I have four wheels. It doesn't make me a wagon, but okay. Oswald was on the kill team and trying to prevent the murder of John Kennedy. Come on now. Has a real effort on the JFA assassination book into her claims? Go to Amazon.com. Enter Judith Baker in her own words. You'll get results for a digital copy of a book where Walt Brown utilizes her own words and the known evidence in the case to get at, well, <laughs> a different perspective, let's say. You can get Judith Barry Baker in her own words from the author himself, signed if you request it, by contacting Dr. Brown at K-I-A-S-J-F-K at AOL.com. It's a fun book and it actually dissects the many, many fantastic claims. Judith Barry Baker in her own words. Thank you for all the great information. by callers, schools, or anyone else who happens to get on the air at Ocelli.com do not necessarily reflect the views of Ocelli.com or Chuck Ocelli. And we are not responsible for any stupidity which might ensue. Thank you. In Denial, Secret Wars with Airstrikes and Tanks by Larry Hancock. Secret Wars became a staple of U.S. covert operations and are still happening today. Larry Hancock's book, In Denial, rips the cover off many of them. Using new files, it exposes things about the Bay of Pigs that no one has ever written about before. It shows why it really failed and why the United States did not learn from it. It also shows why other countries today are doing secret operations with more success. This is the book that puts what some want to deny into the light. In Denial, Secret Wars with Airstrikes and Tanks. Larry Hancock. For more information, go to Larry-Hancock.com. Pick up your copy of In Denial at Amazon.com in digital or physical form. Ocelli.com. Revelation through conversation. Morning, 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 morning. This is a Menacee Broadcast. Code red, code red, code red, here we are. Pick up your iPads, your cell phones, and have me and listen to Uncle the Podcast. Watch out. If you're sitting down for this, or if you're standing up, you better get ready for this, because it's going to hit the air, eardrums. Uncle the Podcast. Listening to Uncle the Broadcast. My name is Aaron. I'm the nephew in law here with me as a star of the show, Uncle. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are, 332. We are at. Well, people, we're reaching the gold mine. We're going to go to a. Um, I'm expecting a thousand by New Year's Revolution. 
You're expecting surprise sidekick here. You're expecting a thousand. Getting up to a thousand. You talking about aluminum cans or something? No, no, not aluminum cans. I'm talking about my podcast. I am pushing it up a little you more. You think we're gonna hit a thousand episodes? Try to. We're at three oh two right now. Three oh two. Yeah, we're at three hundred two episodes. We're yeah. going to I mean a five hundred. Episode by by this year's New Year's resolution, you want to hit five hundred. But like, is that your yeah. resolution at present? Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. We'll go for it. That's uh, what I'm looking for. Hey, why I, I'm, I'm if you believe it, you can achieve it, Uncle. That's what I say. Well, so. we gotta keep playing now. The problem is we can't have these off. We gotta push it on. Oh yeah, well, yeah. We missed. Well, we missed a couple. I can understand reasons why. We did. We did. But uh, we have to work on it. We do. We do. No. We got. We no, got to see no, what we can do. Just here. to and, say. Uh, just. Just saying that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're live on and Sunday. Here I am again. Here he is talking again. Talking about you know who. I do know. You. You know who. Uh, Santa. <laughs> that crazy other man. If he ever is on the line here, Chuck, if you ever catch him, the I'm going to – if okay. Chuck gets him on the line, okay. if Chuck gets him on the line. If he does, okay. If well, he does. We'll keep looking for that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm looking In for. In the meantime, here we are. See, sidekick don't even know what I'm even talking about. I think there, I might people. know, but we'll, we'll just see. <laughs> when it happens, it's going to happen. So, hey. And we are live on Ocelli.com Sunday night, as we always are, uh, live from the facilities of Ocelli.com, and also live stream video on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, a couple other things. Uh, you can call in. 319-527-5016 is the call-in number. Why don't you go ahead and join us tonight? Also use Skype, type to charles.ocelli, type him a message. He'll bring you on. That's Chuck, charles.ocelli. Right. Or call 319-527-5016. Also, uh, if you're listening in Spain, Australia, the U.K., or Canada, and you want to save yourself the toll charges, do reach out to me on Skype. That's easier, and it's free if you just, uh, you know, make a contact out of me and all that. Charles.ocelli, and I'll get you on. And that's the other countries listening tonight, Uncle. Australia, Canada, Spain, UK. Uh, let's see, Australia, Canada, yep, yep, yep. That's everybody. Okay, that's all the, the countries outside of the U.S. Thank you. All right, now. All right, let's get that first phone call ringing. Ringing, it's... Oh, we the do? comedy hour, people. We Let's do. get on the phone. So I can't. We do I'm at my hour. I'm trying to get the man's ready. We have a call. There is a call on the line. Uh, who is this and where are you from? Hello? Hello, caller. It's Paul. Oh, Jimmy James. What's going on? I knew it. I knew it. I was just going to say something. You saw that coming? I, I, I saw it coming. Okay. Jimmy Boy, you're the ace of my caller. I've got to say, because every time you listen, i got to admit, Jimmy, Detroit man, you listen to anyone that I say on my line. Because you're always, in only, most of the time, not always, but most of the time, you're the first online. 
You know, Jimmy, I think you ought to ask I, Uncle I what he thinks say, about the cloning question because that is that? an amazing thing. What is that? What's the amazing thing? Well, I'll let Jimmy ask. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, oh, oh, go ahead. Well, George Soros, the billionaire, I just kind of wonder this son of his. I say he's a clone. Now he'd say a clone. Of course. They're all a clone sometime. They're all clones. sense around here having clones. Uh, they are those kind of people that want to be those kind of people. Clones. Clones. Obviously, uh, clones and, want to exist. To because a clone wants to exist, it does. See, right. Uncle, I, I have I have a guy I talk to pretty regularly who's a pretty smart guy who told me recently that everybody you see in public, everybody who is a public figure like that, they're all clones. They actually show you the clones on TV, not the real guys. What do you think about that? Because they're trying to make actors out of them. That's what I think. Oh, I got to say. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I got to say. I went to the mall. Oh boy! Uh, this weekend. Oh boy! Well, you guys were out. Okay. Uh, gone up to the desert zone. Uh, I believe. I believe. Um, I believe we were uh, uh, the uh, sort of men. I think moved again. They're there on the top, You're but they moved again. You're talking about um, Swordman, Pure Blades. Pure Blades. So they moved locations. Location, right. From the top to the bottom. Really? So they they, they previously at the... I, I didn't realize that when we were walking up there. There's Blades, your wife said. There's Blades. Yeah. Blades. Oh, it was. It was Blades. And they, they were going up the stairs. they had that space upstairs for a while. They originally... They changed spaces to a bigger spot in the Tyler Mall. Right. And you're saying they changed spaces again? From down. They went downstairs. Downstairs, so downstairs at the Tyler Mall now? Yeah. Really? Uh, wow. This is surprising. And they, I'm always going to the right, up to the right, to the side. And uh-huh. there's blades. Blades. And ooh, they had the swords and everything in there. You know what's interesting on Pure Blades, uh, Uncle, is I did some Instagram stories this weekend on our Instagram, the At Uncle Podcast. Uh, I saw uh, that Pure Blades it? watched them. So uh, Pure Blades is following us on, on Instagram. They are watching us? They're watching us, yes. That's a good thing. And how come the owner didn't tell me? Uh, I mean, here we are. I'm talking to the owner. Yeah. I've got in touch with that owner. Yes. And he... And asked, well, I didn't get to me yet to know if I could do a live one there. Yeah. But uh, the still was the point was they are listening to me, though. Yeah, on Instagram they are. I uh, don't know Instagram, what with the podcast, I, if they're keeping up with this or what they're doing. But if they are, Pure Blades, come on now. You've got an open invitation to come on the show, but we also would like to do a live show from your store if that's probably that's what we wanted to do initially we still that's what i wanted uh, to do and i was trying to get in touch with him and you got in touch with him and you couldn't get to him they didn't seem interested and i got to him talk to him we both did get to the manager no no i'm talking about the manager not the uh 
second person in charge, the first person, the yes, owner, the owner, yeah. the owner yeah. itself. Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't know if we've actually actually ever made it all the way to the owner and asked that specific question. Maybe not. Uh, I have, but and if, I haven't heard. Well, yeah, yeah. What's up, Jimmy? What well, are your well, thoughts I, on this? Well, I was just because say, Uncle, I've never been big on swords, but I do have like fifty flipper knives, and uh, eh, some of them are pretty nice. I'm pretty partial to Damascus steel. What's your thoughts on that? Damascus steel. Uh, make sure it's not in the water because then it will rust. We can't have a sword. That can rust. What are you laughing at, sidekick? I can see him sidekick and laughing here. Uh, it is not good to rust a sword. What the heck are you laughing at, sidekick? Well, <laughs> he's getting a kick out of me saying this slam palm. I'm disagreeing here. with you, Uncle. You don't oh. want your sword rusted. That's and, and, and that's the point uh, about what you're trying to say, Jimmy, about this kind of material. But the kind of material you're talking about, it's got to be steel. Gotta be stainless. I stainless steel. Stainless, yeah. right? Stainless there, steel. Gotta be stainless steel. Well, yeah, Jimmy. What do you think, Jimmy? What do you think, Jimmy? Well, it's like uh, pretty complicated. It's a composite. It's like a half and half. My understanding is. But uh, I also got some World War Two Jap swords that my uncle took off some some uh, Japanese fellers he killed, and I know some things are holding up pretty good. You got you got a pair of those, Jimmy. You got yeah, a pair I got of them? a couple of them. Yeah. Oh, they're they're the they're that. bayonets is what they are, but they're pretty oh. much sword size. Oh, that's crazy. They just put them up and hang them up, or put them up there on a uh, poster. Like I do my other stuff, my stuff. No. It's a historical relic, is what it is. Yeah. I also got some Hitler stamps. I'm not quite sure what to do with them. I don't think it would be appropriate to exactly like display them. Oh no, no. So it's, it's not in not in United not in the United States. Let me tell you, <laughs> you start doing that, and Maine, you have people on top of you. I can't tell you how many, but they'll go nuts. So it's a Ger- it's a German stamp, German from, stamp from the, Nazi Germany, the Nazi right? Germany, right? Correct. Is that right? Yeah, that guy was on everything back then. He was like Queen Elizabeth on the English money. I mean, that guy was on everything. Post I know, stamp, I know, I, all that. I know that, but yeah. then that guy. Uh, well, he did finally pass, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. At, at uh, toward the end of the war, he died in a bunker. Yeah, he did die in a bunker. If you believe that well, story. Oh, Jimmy, tell us the real story. story. I, I wasn't tell sure. Tell us the real story. That's the story. Tell us the real That's story. That's the story. All I could say is there's never been a body of him or Ava Brown ever produced. So I don't buy it. And the story they did produce uh, came out totally fake. Because they did DNA tests and the bones that the commies were holding, and it turned out not to be them. 
Oh, Sam, he could still be alive. Who knows? Yeah, stories like that are difficult to corroborate. And then, yeah, I, I had heard a story that, like, he escaped to South America and was living there for many years. There's all sorts of interesting legends and things like that. And, of course, the life and death of Adolf Hitler is um, kind of uh, evokes that sort of thing. People want to tell, like... <laughs> wild stories you just kind of can't help yourself so yeah who knows for real but as the official story goes he died in a bunker there and um, at the end of the war tail end of the war so i don't know well, that was just not something he came up with today mm-hmm. just to say yeah so uh but yeah we're here we're uh living uh, in America in the year 2023, and it's an interesting place. And uh, our, our, uh, I haven't, you know, I haven't gone to the post office and checked out the stamps lately. I don't know what sort of interesting people or things they're putting on the stamps. You don't even have a posting box. I don't. What the heck are you talking about? We got to get on a posting box. Let's let's actually talk about that. I, oh, I, yeah, I knew. <laughs> I was in Landers this weekend, and I stopped by Alien Expressions, and I've ruled them out as a possibility for a mailbox. The, the price wasn't where I was hoping it would be. So I'm not going to go with them, but I, I got to get a box. I, so it's going to be somewhere else. Well, wait a minute. How come you can't get one at a post office? I get one. I pay like 100 bucks a year for it. I might go that route. I might go there. Um, right now, I'm kind of like looking for a place that maybe I can get to that has hours that I can actually make it and check the mail. That, that's kind of because uh, I, I work regular business hours, and then a lot of these mailbox places and the post office as well are open during the hours that I'm you know okay. at work. So if I can find one that has like maybe Saturday hours or something, that'd be preferable. And that's that's what Alien Expressions had, but that nah, it costs too much. So I'm not well, to figure out. It went up. To my, my post office, the door is always open. I mean, I could walk in there anytime and check my mail. Yeah, I might go that route because yeah, they leave those open for the post office box holders. So maybe I'll just go with a PO box. What's the difference on PO box and regular box? It's I mean, it's subtle. It's subtle differences. So I, I I usually like going with those mailbox rental places that aren't the post office, but I might just get a PO box. We'll see. <laughs> But we'll find out. To be determined, Uncle. TBD, as the kids call it. Because, you know, there may be in coming future, coming in on no books, if you have one, but you don't have one yet. In future, I said. Future, future box. Future box. Buy. That's where everything's going to be come in a box in the future, Uncle. The, the future is going to come out of a box. Well, we know that. They always come out of the box. <clears throat> no, but the future is going to be emerged from out of a box. Oh, out of saying. a box. Oh, wow. You're going to, the box from out of the box. It's going to be a, a bit like Pandora's box, you see. Yeah, I'm sure bouncing in that crack room. Bam, boom, 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 playing a volleyball game going. The crack room is busy. I know it. I'm, I'm seeing them. Boom, boom, boom. They're going like a battle volleyball. We've got creative accidents over oh. there at the Ocelli.com chat, as well as Chuck. They're chatting away. Oh, so Creative Accidents is listening. Glad oh. to have you there. Thank you. Glad to see you, uh, Creative Accidents. Crazy Accidents. I want you on the speed on the speed phone. <clears throat> yep. Still waiting on that call. 
Right in. You know the number. We know you know the number. Yeah, yeah. There it is. And also, don't forget to Skype. So yeah, that big, goes for anybody. And big ups to Techno Listener and uh, something about uh, Hunter Biden's eight ball. Uh, is uh, th- There's another handle in the chat. New chat handles I haven't seen before. So there oh. you go. <laughs> oh, no. What are they talking about now? Exciting stuff in the room there. Yeah. Well, now they got something they yap in the pen, I can tell. But they know can, I can actually hear them. You know, and the bounding, bounding on click, the ears. Click, click, clock, click, clack, click, clacking. And they are talking about something. That's very good. What? You just told us. What they're saying, we don't know, but we know that they're saying something. Yeah, man. Somebody's saying something right now. Well, what else can we have? <laughs> I've been on, I've been on watch shows lately. Um, been on HBO a lot lately. And then I went back to a few scene shows, but it was crazy show. You're watching with, HBO a lot lately, Uncle? Yeah, yeah. I've been working, watching them now. Okay, because two, uh, two things I got to ask them. Two things I got to ask them. The Righteous right. Gemstones just launched a new season a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you watched that yet. And uh, yeah. also, I know you're a fan of Netflix as well. You know, Black Mirror released season six. So I was Black wondering if you got into Mirror. those. Have you ever watched that show, Uncle? Black Mirror? Black Mirror. Oh, it's good. Black Mirror? Yes. yes it's no, a I good haven't. Show. It's Crazy good stuff. <laughs> I'm, I've got to go to one. Start off with that one. I'm starting first season, though. Should give it a go, Uncle. It's a good show. I'm in the middle. Actually... Children, I can go off of a off of a movie. I'm watching a movie one. I've been watching movie ones, plunk shows, and things like that on it. Mm. But um, um, well, the Righteous right. Gem show, the, the Righteous Gemstones on HBO is a comedy, right? Black oh, Mirror, though, too. Black Mirror is one of those crazy, like, twist things where there's, like, a, a crazy twist at the end of every single one of those episodes that's, like, really twisted uh, one way or another. Matter of fact, the darkest episode I've ever seen is in season six. <laughs> Aaron, it is. Oh boy, really? It is the darkest. Bad ones too. Oh, it is more horrible than like on a personal singular level. Uh, it is more horrible. It has the worst mass destruction thing ever in a uh, Black Mirror episode, and it has and and in this season, and also the worst like personal, like just serious dark night of the soul problem um, in it, and uh, and they went weird. Two and one. Yeah. Oh. To anyone, I'm just curious, is this show that you're talking about like an anthology or is it a continuing series? Well, Black same Mirror, characters? yeah, Black Mirror does not have the same characters, so it is an anthology type series, but mm-hmm. it has an interconnected universe. Um, like, for instance, at a certain point when I thought the show was totally going to be over, they did something called the Black Museum where they had artifacts from all the previous shows in the Black Museum, but the Black Museum was not connected to the other uh, characters in any way. But there were artifacts from it in there. And 
and there's always Easter eggs in different episodes to show you that, you know, it does exist in the same universe. But they went really, really, really weird in this season six. And uh, I also thought they were done because they only did three episodes in season five and stopped. Um, I thought they were done because of the pandemic, and then they just never went back to it. And I could have swore I read they were canceled. And then all of a sudden, this thing popped back up. Um, so it's pretty wild. And, yeah, if you don't believe me and you don't want to see, I'm not going to give you guys spoilers, but uh, Beyond the Sea is the darkest individual thing I've ever seen on there. And um, I think it's called Demon 79 is the most mass destruction crazy thing I've ever seen. And, by the way, they actually don't do everything all techie. In this uh, in this season, really? they went really weird. Yeah, like one of them is practically like a horror movie, <clears throat> and uh, another one is like a crazy, almost a throwback to the '70s sort of uh, weird sci-fi kind mm. of thing. Um, yeah. So the 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 first episode is typical Black Mirror style stuff and links to almost everything you were talking about in the uh, first hour, by the way, about AI and producing entertainment and Netflix. It gets itself uh, uh, parodied pretty hard in it. It's pretty weird. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, but just pure comedy though. Pure comedy on the HBO guide though. I'm telling you, the the uh, the righteous gemstones is. It is funny uh, if you get into it, but I would suggest you watch, you know, from the beginning if you haven't seen any of the uh, previous seasons, because I think they're on season yeah. three. But uh, yeah, they they premiered recently too. So okay, I'll shut uh, up now. Sounds cool, Uncle. Yeah. It is a good show, Black Mirror. If you want to binge watch something, binge watch that. Right. Oh, and Creative Accidents yeah. is asking what Uncle thinks about uh, AI marrying people. By the way. Oh yeah. AI marrying. Yeah, somebody used uh, this. Uh, Jimmy brought this up in the previous. Hour. I didn't hear it yet. Please, that, now. I guess in Colorado, the efficient for a wedding was an AI, an artificial intelligence computer was the efficient of a wedding. You like that idea? Well, wait a minute now. Now you're getting into uh, science fiction. Uh, now this uh, fiction is, I mean, future. This is coming. No, it's here. No, 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 no. It's, it's present. already here. Yeah. It's already here. Okay, okay. But, but it was coming then, but now it's here. Oh, you mean you saw this a long time coming? It was, yes. That was it. You saw this coming. It was coming. Got everything. Hey, you look at yourself now. You want computers. I know. The I brain, know. the brain has got a chip in you. It does. And right now you're operating that way. Now think about that a minute. Okay. Us people. I'm operating. We're that sitting. Way. We're sitting here on a broadcast. Mm-hmm. Two we on mine. And now, but he had his last hour. So, so what do you think we were doing? We had chips in our heads. <laughs> right, we don't have them yet. Neuralink. Neuralink. Yeah. This is what everybody is doing now. It's all the rage. It outrageous. It's outrageous. It's preposterous. It, yeah, uh, that was words. Jimmy, mm-hmm. you were the one that brought yeah, up the story. Is there anything you want to add to yeah. that whole uh, thing yeah. with the wedding and all that? Yeah, and the wedding thing. Right. No, I just heard the story and thought I'd bring it up because I guess it's the first wedding performed by a uh, 
computer. <laughs> well, it'll feel it will it will feel very very strange. I gotta say, it would feel strange to be married by an AI. Yeah, in a way because it's computed. Yes, and and here we are. Where is the guest? Uh-uh. You don't see him. The uh, no, boom, that's interesting. You don't see him. Oh, the, uh, you don't see the, the guest that you no. order for the uh, for the president uh, of the uh, the weddings. Oh, do you the, the are people? You, are you thinking it's like in a virtual reality? Is that what you're thinking? Bingo! Oh, I'm hey, you're getting better there, so I can't. <laughs> you're starting. You're getting that head fixed. No, no. <laughs> I think. No. I think. What do you mean? No. Just a moment. This is what's happening. This is what's <laughs> going to start on. But wait a minute. Take we need people here. first to be in a wedding. Oh, you think – so your take on this story, Uncle, is that it was just done in a virtual reality like a video game. In some way, but not in the way it's supposed to okay. be. Okay. Is what I'm saying. No, this one had people showed up, and not only did the people show up, the officiator, the robots, the one that yeah. emailed the 30 people that showed up. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's for the guests. Of people that are watching the wedding. Ooh, they should make that you into a job. Make that into some sort of service. You see, that's what I'm talking about. That's part of the party of the, of the guest people that are waiting to see the wedding. Uncle, the Silicon Valley VC guys are going to be all over this. They're like, oh, yeah, we got to invest in this. Oh, yeah. Once gonna... even somebody says anything about this on my podcast, and then they're, they're going to look into it. Oh, of yeah. course they're going to look into it. You think what else is it in them to them to do? They, they have nothing else to do. Well, maybe you'll get a finder's fee for it. A finder's fee? Yeah, you found this out. Yeah, yeah, I should I should get a finder's fee. That's what I'm thinking. But about doing this since, since you brought it up. The check I mean, is in the mail. Check should be in the mail phone. I hope so. We should have it. That'd be handy. That'd be real handy. Um, yeah, oh man, isn't it exciting? AI is marrying people. Um, and I is marrying people. It's marrying people. Yeah, there's possible people cloning themselves. There's uh, what else were we talking about on here? I don't even remember. Mm. All that stuff is happening. Pure Blades changed their location for goodness sake. They're in a different store in the Tyler Mall, I guess. It's still in the mall and down there in the floor. I call it floor floor side. Floor side. They're on yeah, floor side. They're on floor Tyler side. Mall. I just can't keep up with everything. Else. I mean, uh, well, you want you haven't been out there, so you don't know. I haven't. No. I have not been there uh, for a while. I've just noticed it because actually your wife mentioned it. So there's blades. What do you mean blades? You're on the other side. I'm looking down at it, and I said, ain't sure. There's blades down there. How the heck they moving again? She saw it. Your okay. wife saw yeah, it she's observant. She'll catch that kind of thing if she's out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's out. She was out me and mm-hmm. my sister. We were out just to the mall, and we saw that. That's how we Very noticed fun. it. Oh, oh, Uncle, do we want to talk? Because we both saw the new Indiana Jones movie. Do we oh, wanna, yeah, yeah. We can say anything that. about that? Give you a little review of the movie, Yeah, we perhaps? can do that and review that. Um, we got a review tonight. I mentioned to save. I forgot about, yeah. about this Reviewing stuff. We saw it on the 4th of July. We saw it when? We were on the 4th of July. 4th of July, we went to see the Jones. 
The last Jones movie. We saw the Jones. And I saw more. Of course, they still have to see the, 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 skull. the skull. That's the one but I haven't I, seen. But yeah. I've seen them all. Me and his son have seen them all. Mm-hmm. But I'm ahead of him because I saw the last one. Very good. Yeah, I haven't seen the no, no, I'm talking about your son. Oh, Not no, you. no, no. He, he, he did. He ended up seeing the new Jones himself. His grandparents oh. took him there. Oh, he did see him. Yeah, so he went. He did go see it. He went to go see it. Yeah. All right, trying to catch up with me. Oh, he's trying. So, so here, well, very well. We've gone through out of those. Now I'm going to ask you guys questions. Okay. About this, uh, what have you seen any of them? <laughs> and um, we'll have a discussion about if you didn't watch them, and I'll talk about them next week. So we're asking the audiences? Yeah. So audience, have you seen any of the Indiana Jones movies? That's a question? Yeah. And if you have what? If you have, we'll have a discussion. We'll have a, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Call uh, in with your uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, a discussion if you have seen them. Yeah, if you've seen any of the Indiana Jones movies, you just call in and you tell us about it. And then I'll have a review, if not this week, probably next, for just to catch up if they haven't. Did you want to talk about this new movie at all tonight, or do you want to not? I'll hold it off until wait. Okay. I'll wait until wait until other people, people have can... have seen it or have they? Uh, not because they known about it. Okay, but I just want to too have... soon. Have the people see it first. Okay. Oh, you don't spoil. You don't want to spoil the movie. No, not unless they didn't see it. Okay. And they saw it, then I can talk about it. You see. I see. You don't. You. You. Otherwise, you ruin the problem. You don't want to step on people's toes. Exactly. That's the yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. So there may be one. If everybody have seen it, <laughs> well, see it now. Do it next week. There we go. Next week, coming up. Coming up in the following ready week. For that. Next Sunday, we'll do that. And, but I have to know if you guys have seen it. Creative Accents is saying that he's seen Power Rangers dubbed in Estonian. We're not talking about Power Rangers. What the heck is Power Rangers? That crazy accident. I don't know what he's thinking. I was talking about this Jones for his last episode. He's talking about the Pink Ranger, the Black Ranger, the Blue Ranger. I never heard of him. I haven't seen the first Ranger. The Rainbow um, Coalition Ranger. Every Ranger you can think I don't of. know where that crazy accent is. He's, where he's looking at movies. What kind of movies he's looking at? He's watching Power Rangers. Now, interesting about Power Rangers, I do believe the original TV series, that Go Go Power Rangers song, I want to say that Buckethead plays the guitar part on that uh, theme song. I think. I think that's right, but I don't know. That's something I want to believe is correct, but I don't, I'm don't. i not 100% positive on that one. I think uh, Guitar Virtuoso Buckethead plays uh, the guitar on the original Power Rangers theme song. I don't believe it. Buckethead's way too cool to get involved with all that common crap. He's an intelligent he, man. He is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, it, it seems too good to be true almost, but I, I, I forget where I kind of came across that. I don't know. I, again, I might be making that one up. I'm mandalaing my, mandala affecting myself is what I'm doing, which we all tend to do from time to time. Have you ever mandalaed yourself, Uncle? No. That's just a waste of time trying to do those kind of things. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, uh, 
If soon, this here, so that's for the next week's show. Now, I've already got to push up the head on the head week's show for the next week's show. Well, it's good to know what we're going to be doing. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I, keep in mind. You ask if I want to see the other Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you say, Jim? Just, have you yeah, seen them? Have you seen them? Yeah, yeah. You have you seen them? I've seen the three real ones, and then I've seen the Crystal Skull one. Not the newest one, though. Right. Okay. See, that's what I mean. I don't want to ruin it. I'll let you go yeah, to the we movies. Yeah, would have ruined that for Jimmy right now. Yeah, I know. I would have ruined it. We that's what have. I said. Exactly. I mean, so you go see it. Get time. Let's go see it, Jimmy. And we'll have a discussion next week. Oh, and uh, and if you get anybody else on this line, Chuck, if you could get anybody else on the line, <laughs> throw it out to him the same thing. Ugh, goodness. And yourself, too, if you want to see it. Oh, yeah. Well, look, anybody wants to call in, 319-527-5016 is the number to call or reach out to me, charles.ocelli on Skype. Send me a message, and I will call you into the show so anybody can join at any time, Uncle. Well, that they can. So, uh, well, because I'm going to have a review, like I said, the next week just to find out how many people have seen it. Because mm-hmm. I wanna, I don't want to ruin it, like you said. I don't want to ruin it to do it. Because me and everybody here have seen it. So, and I'm not gonna say what happens until everybody has seen the new one. Yeah, because um, I'll review it then. I'm, I'm doing another. I'll do that review. Yeah, because I was. I was thinking about that after you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah it was pretty good. The uh, new one was better than I thought it was going to be. I'll say that real quickly. I, I didn't expect a whole lot out of this, but it exceeded that expectation. <laughs> so we got that going for us. Right. So, yeah, so go see it if you want to, everybody. And then next week you're going to hear about it. Get ready. Yeah. Let's real. make sure you all see it first. And I want because I don't want to ruin it to people. Okay. And if anybody else is listening in here, and even in the crack room, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Mm-hmm. Anybody listening, go see that because see you may call get called to know the following week if you have seen it. They call in. You might. You may well do that. Yeah. I already got mine for next week. Yeah. How do you like that? Wow, that's really... I moved myself ahead. You see? I see. I work it ahead of me. Okay. Ahead of schedule. Good planning. That's how I do my schedule. I don't do that. You know, you go behind. I you do. don't know how to do things. I'm constantly running behind. Okay? Yeah, yeah. But I do things ahead of myself. To know, because that I know I can get into something to talk about. Yes. Because you wanted something to talk about. Tonight, for example, I'm dead. I don't know what to talk about. Yeah. Other than if the callers call, like Demi does. I mean, you know, I'm just then and don't. I can't put what to put to talk. You know. Uh, Creative accent says another question. He says, "Uncle, you guys do Christmas in July." Christmas in July. Do yeah? Do we celebrate Christmas in July? Do we do that? Hmm. Did you ever see that? 
seems like a no, huh? Not, not really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy crackers we do in, in July. Do a bunch of crackers. Of course, we have a dog that's scared of crackers. And I have to... Oh, you're talking about the, the fireworks. Yeah, crackers. Yeah. That's cracker. That's cracker day. <laughs> I call it cracker day. The crackers are all out through the streets on July 4th, as we all well know. These crackers and, are going crazy. And the and dog, and one of our dogs don't like that noise, and I have to be, <laughs> gotta watch him, put him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's scared. He's scared. He's actually scared. Yeah. If anybody have noticed, any dog you have is scared of fireworks. I have one that's scared of fireworks. I never ever heard of a dog being scared of fireworks. You never heard of that before? And since we have this one, yeah. I mean, I was, I was like to hear about that, but that yeah, they they get scared by it for sure. So watch out, everybody. Go easy on the crackers because the dogs get scared. So. Uh, um, Oh, oh, Creative Accents is saying he misses he misses your dictations on Twitter. So he's telling us we need to do more tweets, Uncle. Tweets? Oh, no. He's we have this. It's you giving this to me. I know. I You're know. the one. So I can't. Yes, I know. Yell it. Yeah. I am. I am. Um, crazy Accents, you are asking me. You should ask Sidekick that <laughs> question because I get it from him. Yeah. And he doesn't, he doesn't give them to me. So... Give that message to you. We need to he do more. Kick it back to you. We do. He's to asking you that. Yep. Why are you asking me? We need I'm to. the one. I'm getting them. You get them from me. You. I'm, oh, we need mind. to do more. We need to do more. It's uh, no doubt. I agree. We'll do more <laughs> tweets hopefully coming up. Yeah. Um, well, guys, you don't have much time. You're always working too. And, and, and then Creative Access keeps talking about an armadillo. He says, Uncle, you want me to send you an armadillo for your yard? Armadillo. Do we want an armadillo in the yard? Wait a minute. Is that an animal? Yeah, it's 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 uh it's an animal. It's a mammal. Uh they don't we don't have them out here, but I out in Texas where he is, they, they're just a wild animal. They look like uh Are they petted? They have a, like a pet. No, they're not domesticated. They're wild animals. Well, how's he going to get one if they're not petted? Oh, it's. <laughs> I'm it? thinking it's not alive. Is the animal that he's talking about um, not alive? Maybe it's a stuffed armadillo. He says oh. it's a Texas squirrel. Oh, oh. It looks kind of like an ankylosaurus, or it looks like prehistoric. I, I wouldn't mind if it's a stuffed one. No, depending on what it is. You want a stuffed armadillo? I'll put it in my room. Okay. I mean, if that's what it is. Why am Alive. I... But if it's a live one, I don't know if my dogs would like that. They, would they eat it? Would they eat the They might dog? go after them. Okay. If it's a live one. Yeah. It's like uh, crazy accidents. Go down at the crazy accidents. It could be a funny thing to put out in Landers just in the sand. That way people think it's a, a real one. Well, you They're can like, do oh, it out there. <laughs> you can put it out there. Yeah. yeah, if it's a real one. But uh, I don't know what what are we talking about? Is it? You you really don't know what an armadillo is? You, you you're not sure what that animal is? It's like the green thing. No, no, you know it if you saw it. Here, let me see if I can pull up online on the internet, do an internet search and show you. Because when you see it, you're gonna be like, oh, that thing. Here, let me pull up a web search so you see what an armadillo looks like. Armadillo. 
images. There you go. You see that? See that? Is that familiar? Oh, oh, One of those, those things. Yeah. Oh, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh, those things. Oh, it's a marsupial, I believe. Oh no. I think. Put them out in the desert. <laughs> those things. No, no, no. It's a, I, I would like the green ones. Uh, the green ones. Armadillos? No, no. Uh, green I, animal? No, a green animal more than I would like the lizard. Lizard. Yeah, the lizards. Like, okay. I would have liked instead of them. Hmm. He's yeah. talking about armadillo. Those things are heavy with a hot shell. They look heavy. Yeah, no, they're no. an odd looking creature, aren't they? They're very bizarre and. It's one of those oh. things you look at and the you go, dogs, this... The dogs would actually go after them, too. Yeah, if they saw one, they would <laughs> chase it for sure. They would definitely chase that. Gosh, they're bizarre looking. It's hard to believe that's even a real thing. But here we are on planet Earth, and that's walking around in Texas. Who knew? Well, Guys, we have a brand new Skype caller that I'm going to try to add here, but I am unclear. I believe they are an international Skype caller. Oh, I'm in there, yeah, okay, I've just gotten confirmation that, that they want to be added, but I wanted to make sure before I tried to add them in. Yeah, good. All right. Well, I don't get anybody cool. new. I always like that people new. Yeah, this is brand new, and I think yeah. they're from another country, so this will be uh, interesting. Yeah, well, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great if we could oh, no, swing that. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. All right, cool. So perhaps an international caller. In a international caller, that's a first. No, not um, not at first. It, we we it, had the lady from Spain. Don't forget, and you get. Oh, yes, uh, I forgot about it. Happens. It's happened. Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, not too often. But you got the guys. Exciting. Well, hang on. You got the guys from Australia before. Okay. Uh, Captain, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Captain that's Flash, right? right? And uh, and also uh, uh, the Ford Freak, uh, uh, Ray, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And um, Robin calls in from Canada. That's not America. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, no. I know. Yeah. All right, so I'm not sure how this person wants to be identified, but we'll find out in a moment as I uh, try to add them in. Let's see what happens here. Uh, I am doing it. You can probably see it, Aaron, that you'll see that I'm trying to call this person in. Oh, okay, on Skype. Yeah, let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, I, okay. I see and I'm the just, magic happening there. Yeah, it's lagging a little, and I don't know if it's because, you know, I'm not sure. Don't know what device they're on. Don't know anything. But they appear to be added in. So uh, Skype caller, if you want to identify yourself, you're live on the Uncle Hour. Hi. How are you doing? How are you doing? Hello. Hello. Oh, yeah, you're back. Okay, cool. Oh, you're, you're under you're under a different Skype handle this time. Okay. Yeah, she's under a different Skype handle. We, we've heard from her before. I I, I, I remember the voice. I apologize. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I forgot your you. name. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I, so, how I you say, I, I t- <laughs> Good, good. I'm a little bit worried because I told you, hey, I will watch Top Gun 2 the next time I call you. But I didn't watch it, sorry. But I'm going to watch uh, Indiana Jones for next week as a homework. I promise. <laughs> Oh, you got to go through them or the first? Uh, have you seen them all? You Have you seen them all? Uh, the, pre- the previous most one. The previous them, yeah, one. Many oh. times. Oh, you have seen them. Yeah, so, yeah. Now, do you go see the I new like, one? Yeah. Like I said to these other people on this line, uh, you um, go see the new one and, and then I'll have a discussion next week. Good, good. I would love it to analyze it. 
yeah, and I yeah, will we'll be surprised thinking, oh, it's yeah. not that bad. I, I, I expected more propaganda. Oh, it's not that bad. Man, <laughs> yeah. They so, got me. I, okay, so <laughs> just, just go watch it. And like I said, and uh, yeah. we'll, um, we'll, we'll discuss that because actually, Sidekick here reminded me that we seen it, and I yeah. forgot all about yeah. it. On the 4th of July, On no the 4th less. of July, we saw it. Mm-hmm. I forgot about it. <laughs> Very exciting activity to do yeah. on that yeah. day. Yeah. So. All American. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. yeah how, uh, what's what's going on, Laura? It's good to have you back here. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah good yeah. to listen to you as well. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Um, you're going to a nice show. I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, so lately, you-, you are doing a... <laughs> no, 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 no. Continue. What, what, what did you that? say? Oh, uh, Aaron, you are doing a good shows lately, and it's it's wonderful as well. The second hour uh, jokes and things with Uncle, love it. Loves <laughs> my uh, of the shows. Loves my shows. See, huh? Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> so I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. See. Uh, well, uh, you have caught you caught up on any of my new old ones, or? Uh, have you caught up with any oh, of yeah, the old yet? classic episodes? Old classic ones? Yes. Just to say, yeah. just ask. You have? Oh, okay. I just was wondering. Yeah, uh, yeah, many of them. Oh. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what's a good yeah, question, Aaron? Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard from you in a while, so it's mm-hmm. good to hear you again. You know what's a good question, too, Aaron, is which episode did I come in on as producer? Because I've been doing this for a few years now. And, um,. I know somebody said to me recently it was way different when you weren't producing the show. Of course, it was different. I, I wasn't on it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a different show. It was yeah. a little different. Yeah, it wasn't way different, but it was different. Yeah. When did I hire yeah, him? Different. When did I hire him? When, yeah, when did That's what I'm trying to think. When, when did that happen? I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think myself. It's hard to remember. It's it like was, five uh, years ago. It's like five years now, Aaron. It, it was at least it was 2016 at maybe six years at, at the latest. It might have been 2015. At Orange, it was. It might have been 2015, 2014, even maybe. No, it wasn't 2014. I didn't have the network in 2014. No, no, I didn't have the network in 2014. So uh, I, I was uh, on other networks in 2014 and, and 2015 too. It shouldn't have been. The earliest it should have been is 2016. because okay. uh, I launched. Yes, yeah, it must have been, been that year then. That it year? must have been that year then. But. Um, uh, I had to ask you because he was doing okay, but just couldn't get enough of it to what I wanted done until, of course, you stepped in. That's Joe. why that happened. And that's how it happened. Yeah, because you know. yeah, in twenty in twenty fifteen, I was learning how to broadcast. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. So it was that. Like, yeah. Okay, well, it was twenty sixteen then. Twenty sixteen. Before was, that, I always yeah. had a producer. Before that. So, so, yeah, then yeah. it was 60. And that's when they came in, 2016. That's when they came. So, so that's nearly you, seven you, years you, now. You answered it. Mm. I mean, that's got to be, the, that's the earliest it could be, but I can't remember what episode it was. I'm thinking it was like episode 50 or something like that. It could have been. It could have been. I'm jumping up there. 
Mm-hmm. Could have been 50. Yeah, because you 40, guys were guests. In the 40s and the 50s. Yeah, because you guys been. came on my show as guests, right? And I think yeah. Tony was still producing. And then one night, uh, it was weird because you were like, oh, Uncle's never been a guest on a show by himself before. And I was like, so, let's do it. Uh, and I brought him on my show as a guest just because I was like, man, this podcast is so strange, so different from anything else. And, uh, and I had him on for like a full hour, Uncle all by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it was. It was sixteenth. Yeah. It was the sixteenth we started. You, the 16th. I believe it. I believe so. That was it. That was I'm the sure. I'm sure it was that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we figured that one out. The yeah, first and longest out. lasting of the show. You know what? Creative accidents. I bet you knows this off the top of his head. Like which episode <laughs> it was that I enter into the as producer. Uh, uh, he probably yeah, he knows. Probably it. does. Knowing him, he's probably got it in his head. And there was a couple of shows different um, because we started out that first night. I think you did themes and memes in the first hour. And then it was Uncle in the second hour. Mm-hmm. Right. That was the first one, yeah. yeah. Right. And back then, the, the show was called Trans Resistor Radio. Oh. What yeah, yeah. What a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a difference. Yeah. It was. And it started, and it's this all started in Orange, by the way. Yeah, that's where it, we were. It started in Orange. That's where we started the show. Yes. So from there up to here now. That helps me remember, too, that when, yeah. what time it would have been is because I knew we were there and not out here in Riverside. No, no, we weren't in Riverside. No, we were not down, when we started. No. Not when we started. We were in Orange. Huh? I do remember that in a little house. It's all clear now. Yeah, yeah, we know that. All right. Yeah. So, uh... But here we are. We're talking to international callers. Uh, the it's caller, exciting. So. Who knew this so was going to happen? So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's so, so, so cool. It's, <laughs> good, good. It's amazing how uh, I, I forgot to thank to Chuck Ocelli, really, to be the host as well and, and all the yeah. um, others. Um, Programs you have. Um, yeah, we really yeah. find the revelation through your conversations. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> did you hear? Oh, by the way, I, want, yeah. I wanted to ask. Did you hear about the one about the one in the desert? Did, did you show her the desert? Oh. The desert scene. The the show. No, did, I want. Did you ever see that one? Because we were talking about the the shrimp. Oh my! Oh, oh I know! Sanders. I know what Joe he's asking. Just a shrimp man. You know what? It, I can't remember I your was, name, but but have you seen the video of them? Desert? Yeah, have you seen the video? They put out a no. video online of them going out into the desert. I, I, yeah. I saw a video about that wall or a fence, but I don't remember more. Uh, okay. maybe there are oh yeah, yeah, you're, I, 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 yes, yes. I, you're talking about. <laughs> she's talking about the DIY video of how to build a fence. We did that. <laughs> out in the that's the only one. I oh, that. That, we did that. yeah, we did yes, that. yes. Yeah, that, yeah, that was on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That, so are you are you up yes, on yes. the story of Gerald Sanders so, and the all you can eat shrimp? Are you up on that story? Do you know about that, or or have you, you missed? That? Did you miss those episodes? That's on I, and if you want to check my Instagram, you go ahead and you see that. It's on there. He, he's like, he got it on there. Yo, you're gonna carry. You're gonna get a kick out of it. Believe me. <laughs> you're gonna have. Aaron, a did kick you put out it up on YouTube as well? Me, still the, the, YouTube, the YouTube channel has the video where we go looking for yeah. the restaurant. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah okay. I'm going to YouTube. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking YouTube. I know she uses YouTube. Yeah, because yeah, so. that is that is gonna be that's gonna good laugh. 
You want a good laugh? There you got one. Okay, so but you got a whole you got a whole series of podcasts to listen to because they discovered this place out in the desert, seemingly in the middle of nowhere, that is an all you can eat shrimp barbecue shrimp buffet. Right? (laughs) Have you heard about that? Or you haven't heard those episodes yet? Yeah. But from where are they getting all those shrimps? That's a good question. I mean, that's a good question. Also, why would you put a restaurant out in the middle of nowhere? They found it on Google Maps, and then we we went over the pictures and stuff. So we had to go investigate. And Uncle's like, "I want some shrimp. Let's go." And uh, so they went out there, and you got to see this. This is a unique piece of video. You're gonna have a good laugh. Watch that. It was fun. It, it was, was fun. Time. You gotta watch that. Good time. <laughs> I'm searching. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the search for Gerald Sanders. Yes. The search yes. for Gerald Sanders. Well, it hasn't called back yet. We did get a call from Gerald Sanders on the show. Yeah, we got. He called. He called us, once yeah. and said something about you get a you get a free lunch if you do this talk oh. and on it and. Oh, yeah, free lunch. Give me a break. <laughs> we'll go out there and do no damn lunch. Where's the damn building? <laughs> Got me aggravated. Yes? Hello? It's a little bit aggravated. What happened? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh. Yeah, everything's yeah good. So, so this is what I get. So I got aggravated. Been still talking about that. Took me a couple of weeks to get over it. But I was still talking about it. On the broadcast, they'll have him waiting on the call on that, on that guy if he ever does show up again. We'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. Uh, but, yeah, uh, we're getting toward the tail end of the show, Uncle. Do we need to do shout-outs now? Uh, what do you say? Should we do that? I think we should. Oh, uh, so, yeah. Should not a shout-out. Let's see. We Let's had Jimmy, Jimmy first yeah. and then her. Yeah, it's, it's uh, usually me who reminds you of the clock, but believe it or not, right on time, this is, yeah, where the shout-outs go. I, I wasn't watching the clock very closely. I know so, you weren't. You yeah. were listening to the show. Uh, no, I was listening like to the show, did. and I was uh, handling the did. chat. Okay, you. And somebody uh, else somebody well, else wanted to call in via Skype, too, but uh, but they're oh, not yeah, responding yeah, yeah. to me now. I, I had another right, Skype we'll, caller, too. We'll have, yeah. we'll have those two shout-outs, so we'll have Jimmy first, and then the uh, caller second. Yes. All right. All right, Jimmy. Go ahead. Who you got? Who you got? All right. Shout out to everyone that listened this week. Thanks to all you thrill seekers. Uh, make sure to fill in. Make sure to tune in next week. All right. Great to have you, Jimmy. Thanks for calling. Oh, are you guys going to be live yeah, next week? By the way. Jimmy. <laughs> Are you good next? Are, are you guys going to be live next week? By the way, uh, Aaron, real quick. Ne- next week? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll be here next. We'll week. be here next week. Yeah. Okay, I want to make we'll sure because next week there's going to be a, a whole lot more content and live shows coming out of the network. So I want to make sure you were going to be part of it. Okay, cool. So we look forward to a, another Age of Transitions and another Uncle next week directly yeah, yeah. live. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay, we'll be here. Very exciting. Okay. Uh, now, Laura. What? Uh, this is shout out. Who would you like to shout out to tonight? Yeah. Oh, shout out to to the people. I got. I forgot to say. Hey, hey, Jimmy James. Hello. Um. Hey, I'm going to say the might be no clones. Those people. I mean, there are plastic surgery. So 
Then do you believe that? 100%. I will say that you can change the face of, of a person to make it similar to another. I don't know. <laughs> another day we will talk about that, Jimmy James. <laughs> you, think, you think more plastic surgery than clones is what you're saying? That's going to be a talk. Mm, that, that's an hour there. Well, but yeah, yeah. Next week, second hour, Indiana Jones review. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So. Okay, watch watch uh, gold movies uh, when you can and see it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> I, I don't want to ruin it on people that hasn't. We won't no. do that. How about you this week? <laughs> no, next week, no, maybe next week, week the show. So you guys go look <laughs> and see it. Yeah. That you too. Um, uh, check too. You want to see it? Yeah, if I can get the car running, I will. <laughs> Okay, I'm still struggling with that, believe it or not. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I can't believe it. You still with that? Yeah. You still with that, uh, Chuck? Yeah. No way. How about I changed the starter. I did. Oh, please. You don't even want to know. We don't have another 15 minutes for you to explain the mess for a month now. Anyway, sorry. sorry. for that. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I'm trying to get it. Buy a bike. Yeah, I know, but, you know, look, you don't want me to. No, you, no. you want to put a blind guy on a bike? Okay, cool. No. <laughs> Oh, that Thanks. is not Amsterdam. Thanks for that. Forget it. That is not Amsterdam. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, make We're make some. Get this uh, we got to get him on a motorcycle. What are you talking about? I'll get a yeah. GoPro and we'll oh, call yeah, it Ocelli's Last Ride. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but thank you for calling, and Lauren. Please do call again. It's always great. Yeah, to talk. Try to call back yeah, in yeah, for, of course, next week if you call in because we'll. We'll be talking about that. Yeah, so we'll, see, we'll see on you Hell soon. And, uh, oh. yeah. and uh, so, so. also, I'm going to have a shout-out to everybody that have been listening. And you all that have called in, I appreciate the uh, call-in on, on my hour. Mm-hmm. That's my shout-out. Thank you. Oh, what are you going to do? I'll shout out to Chuck. Chuck, thanks oh, for being the producer. Yeah, yeah. We don't even mind at all that the storm took out the signal last week. That's just what happens. And uh, we know that only some natural act like that is the only thing that can stop you. So thank you, Chuck. So there you go. Um, this is Uncle the Podcast. UncleThePodcast.com. At UnclePodcast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, thank you for listening. We're going to keep going into the future. Tell your friends and family and Maybe even people you don't like. Tell them about the show, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> know about the show and how it, you know, no. That'll teach them what it I'll call. Yeah. <laughs> Make new I friends got, and enemies and so influence many, others. I got so many listeners. You're shocked. Shock, uh, so I can't this shocking. I mean, it's shocking. Yeah, but other people didn't listen. But that's that's it for this week, Uncle. So why, why don't you bring us on home? Here's our show, three hundred and thirty-two. And the first of a.